Hello. Hi, everyone. Let me figure out how to um, turn the music off. There we are. Hi. Welcome. Welcome to the Hire Me Podcast Live. It is Friday. It's Friday, May 19th. My name is Heather Balseric. Uh, I am one of the hosts of the Hire Me Podcast. Um, I uh, It is a solo episode today. So um, our, our original guest um, had a, had a, a scheduling um, conflict. So um, so then it was going to be me and Chris. And then Chris was like, Heather, it's my first week at my new job. And, and I got double booked. And I was like, oh, my goodness. Well, it's going to be me today. I was like, I have missed all of you because I know I missed a couple of times uh, due to my new role uh, and some previous meetings that were scheduled. So um, happy Friday to everybody. Uh, thank you for joining, Courtney. I'm so glad you're looking forward to the podcast today. Uh, I'm going to try to give you, I have some ideas about what I want to talk about, but I'm happy if you've got any questions or any buzzwords that you want to talk about, you can type them in the chat. Um, and I welcome all of you. Welcome, Jenny. Hi. Oh, goodness. All right. Well, first and foremost, if you've, if you don't know, who we are. The Hire Me podcast is a podcast that is focused on elevating today's top talent. And we do that by hosting um, interviews. So we do like a 10 minute interview with those that are open to work and that are looking to get their name out there in a different way. And we've done so many. Um, and I know I've got one that I've got to put up soon for, uh, for a gentleman named Matt. Um, and then so many, so many things. Sorry. I got a list of things running through my head because I'm just so excited to be here. Hi, Chris. Welcome in. Oh, and we've got, oh, see, I don't have Chris to rein me in today <laughs> to keep me focused. Um, so the whole point of Hire Me is to help you. So if you're open to work, you're looking for a job, and you're looking for a different way to kind of get your name out there, get your get yourself ready for those interviews. Like that's what we want to do. And so let me find again, solo today, I got to find all the things. Here we go. So if you are open to work or know somebody that's open to work, you can have them sign up for an interview. You just have to scan the little QR code here. Um, so mine, I am in Eastern time zone. So mine are typically in the evening in the Eastern time. And then Chris is in Pacific time. And so his are in um, kind of, you know, in and around the evening in the Pacific time zone. So pick whatever works for you. Um, feel free to share this. Would love to have some more um, interviews coming up. I will say to today, this week I did, I was supposed to have an interview on Tuesday and I got an email from a cancellation email from her and best cancellation reason ever. The cancellation reason was because she got a job like fantastic. Like, yay! I don't, where can I find the noise? I want to, I want to clap. Is there a clapping noise? I don't, I don't know. We're going to, I don't, this is going to be, this is going to take the place of clapping. That's terrible. I did terrible, terrible segue, Heather. Goodness. Okay. Anyways, but clapping for clapping for her. Her name was Ashley. She was uh, able to get a job. And so uh, did have to cancel the interview for the Hire Me podcast. Um, but yes, 
Oh my gosh. Yes. Courtney was so happy uh, to hear that. And that's, I absolutely responded back to her like best cancel cancellation reason ever. Absolutely. So, um, but we would love to continue to, to share these out. I know with, with Chris and I both working full time now, we're, we're trying to get a handle on uh, like this, this schedule and maintaining it because this is really important to us. Um, and, and we want you to know that. And I, I just, I, I hope that everybody understands that. I know that we, we don't have the largest platform, um, but Chris and I have extremely large hearts and, and it's because of all of you who have taken part in the interviews, who have shared the interviews, who come to these live streams and, and who share these things out and, and you put them on your, put your, your interviews on your resumes, those kind of things. Like that's how we're spreading the word. And, and that's how we, we just want to help people. Um, and, and if we have to do that one at a time and we grow slowly like that, then we're perfectly okay with that. Um, and Chris, oh, I love that you shared that you were able to find a job three weeks after adding your interview to your resume. Oh, yay. That just makes my heart so happy. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, okay. So today I wanted to share a couple, a couple of things as I've, kind of thought back through um, some of the, the things that made a difference for me um, in preparing to interview. Um, because as you're going through and you're looking for jobs, interviewing is, you know, after reformatting your resume and doing all of those things, interviewing is absolutely the next most stressful part. Because you're like, how am I going to present myself well? And what, what can I do to you know, make sure I've got myself together and I'm prepared and I feel confident I can put my best foot forward. And we've talked about these things a couple of times on the, on the podcast, but I wanted to share a couple, a couple of them with you again, and just kind of go through a little bit deeper since it's just me today. Um, so some things that, that I can share from my own personal experience, having gone through interviews, having been an interviewer at several companies, um, I want to share the knowledge that I have with you to help you be successful. So um, first thing I want to share is there was a YouTube video that someone shared on LinkedIn. I wish I could remember who it was um, or where it came from, but it's a video from Harvard Business. I want to say it was Harvard Business Review. Um, and I'm sorry, for some reason, this doesn't go to LinkedIn when I when I put the put it up here, but it's this. Let me find the name of it. Let me, do, let me, oops, I'll find the name of it so I can post it. Um, ah, yes. Harvard Business Review. How to answer the question, tell me about yourself. This is the name of the video. I'm going to post it up here. So if you go to YouTube, uh, you can search for how to answer the question, tell me about yourself, Christine versus work. It is from Harvard Business Review. It's a pretty, how long is it? It's a six minute video. This changed the game for me for this question. It's so insightful. And, and so I'm, I'm going to give you these, the three steps that she, that she walks you through uh, in the video, but go watch it. Spend the six minutes and 43 seconds and watch it to help you format this answer. Um, number one, you're going to make a list of your personality traits and the skills that match to find the connection. So you've got that, you've got the job description, you're getting ready for the interview, right? 
You're going to write down your, your personality traits and skills that match, you know, and then you're going to connect it to the job, right? That's the first thing you do. You make those two connections. Then you're going to make sure that you know about the company, not just the job description. Look at their website. What are their company values? What is their mission statement? What do they do? That is one of the things the, you know, when I first applied to the company I work for now, Maximus, I had never heard of Maximus. So I spent some time digging into their website, getting to understand what they did, how I could relate to the, to the services they provide, how I could relate to their values. Did they line up for me? Take the time to really look beyond just that job description and look at the company to find out where you match. Okay. And from there, right, you're starting to kind of formulate, right? You're going to tell me a little bit about yourself, those personality traits and skills that are going to match up with the job, right? What do you match up with, with the company as far as the values? And then you're going to practice effective practice. This means out loud and practice it in the mirror, practice it with a friend, practice it just talking into a voice memo so you can play it back for yourself, but you got to practice it. And again, this is going to change a little bit for each, you know, if you're interviewing at different places and you can actually change it up maybe a little bit if you move into different interviews. So people get to hear a little bit different side of you in each one, but great advice. And that was really the game changer for me when I started to do interviews, because then it's, it's quick. It's to the point. It's very succinct and it gives them the things that they need to know versus a, well, let me regurgitate my resume. Let me tell you a lot of things right here. You know, let me give you all the projects that I've been on guilty of doing that. I promise you <laughs> I'm guilty of doing that. So this format really did make a difference. Chris, you did your internship with Maximus. Fantastic. That's awesome. A little connection there. <laughs> um, so I encourage you to check out that video to go through like the tell me about yourself question. The other thing that I want to say about the tell me about yourself question, once you do get that job, this is something I wish I would have thought of five weeks ago before I started <laughs> my job. I should have reformatted that answer. Because how many times in the first four weeks of my role have I been told, well, tell me about yourself <laughs> through all of the meet and greets and, and getting to know people, which is fantastic. And I love it. But there's always that moment of like, well, what do you want to know? I like long walks on the beach. I do a podcast. Oh, you want to know? Oh, I've been in learning and development for 15 years. Like, what, what, where do we want to go on this, on this journey here? So I, that's one thing I wish I would have done prior to starting my new role is outlining that question of when I meet people, tell me about yourself. I want to get to know you. What would I want to tell them and map it out? And then again, it gives you confidence going into those conversations. It gives you that like, hey, I already know the answer to the first question. 
you, you know, you, you already got that going for you. And so as you start to meet new people, you can take that pressure off because you already have this kind of standard, um, you know, what you're going to cover in that question. Um, the next thing that I want to talk about in terms of like interviewing um, and, and preparing yourself for these things is your interview answers. Um, and so when you're going through an interview and people, you know, they're asking you these questions, like, tell me about a time, give me an example. Um, you know, how do you do X, Y, Z? Any of those questions that you get asked, um, typically, I'll say 90% of the time, you want to give a specific example. You want to go in and start by giving them the situation. Give them the task that you did. What actions did you take? What were the results? Um, so that's the star format. Some people use SOAR, situation opportunity, action results. Some people use CAR, challenge action results. There's all kinds of ways that you can break it down. But the main thing you want to do is give specific examples from your experience. Because interviewers want to know that you've done the role, right? If they ask you a hypothetical question, right? Well, what would you do in this scenario, right? If you've never had that scenario, then you can absolutely say, you know, I've never been in that exact situation, but this is how I would approach it based on my experience doing this X, Y, Z, you want to give them tangible things so that they can see in their mind, they can make the connection of, okay, you've done, you know, you, you've gone in here and you've been able to start a program. You've been able to, um, you know, break down a big project into smaller pieces um, so that you meet your deadlines. You've been able to um, engage an audience and facilitate to a large audience and, you know, work through technical difficulties, whatever it is, but being specific. And if there's results, that's huge because it lets them visualize and, and put those things together to say, okay, I can see them in my role because they've told me how they did it in a, in a past one. So really work to get those answers very strategic uh, and, and very, and as specific as you can. If, um, and if you don't answer Right. Maybe the first time they ask you the question, you, you kind of give sort of a general answer and you realize that you can go back again and you can kind of come back to them and say, hey, I know that was general, but here's where I got that from. Because in this role, I did I did X, Y, Z. And that's what informs this, like how I would approach this. Again, it's connecting the dots for your interviewer from where you've been and what you've done to what they are looking for you to do. And the more that you can do that, the easier it is for them to see you there. So hopefully those two pieces of advice make sense. 
um, as you're, you know, if you're preparing to interview or if you've got somebody else you're trying to help prepare to interview, those are, those are the two things that really make such a big difference in that moment. Um, any questions? I know we've got a couple people on. Hello again. Please chat to me if you'd like. For some reason, it doesn't let me chat back to uh, LinkedIn, but I will uh, I'll throw anything I need to up on the screen here. Um, while I wait for possibly some comments, some questions, um, I pulled up a new article with a bunch of buzzwords because I did promise. <laughs> I did promise in the, uh, in the updated um, post today that uh, we would do a breaking down the buzzwords segment. Um, so let me, let me cue that. Hold on. There we go. We're going to, we're going to break down the buzzwords. What does it really mean? Oh my goodness. What does it mean? So, um, I, I found myself in a conversation the other day where I think I said three buzzwords in a row. And I, I kind of had to catch myself and be like, oh, Heather, you just did that. And it was something to the effect of, um, you know, collaboration, which we've talked about on here and, um, you know, teamwork and something else. And I was like, oh, my goodness, I could have done a better job of articulating this for this person. And so it reminded me, I was like, OK, definitely want to break down another buzzword today. Um, oh, let's see, Chris, what you got here? Practicing is so important. I understand now how much better I became at interviewing the more I practiced and started to incorporate the STAR method. Yes, practice is important. So important. Um, especially if you've just, if you're just starting to, to work on that STAR method and, and figure out how do I say this? How, how do I give this big picture of a big project in such a, in a small way? Um, so thank you for sharing that, Chris. Practice is absolutely key with any of these things because it also makes you more confident in your answers. Um, so I pulled this list of the 119 worst business buzzwords <laughs> for 2020. I'm not going to read all 119. Not going to, because that's not, that, that would not be fun for anybody. Um, let's see. I want to do one that, that is not on Chris's, Chris's list because I know he has several he wants to talk about. Um, oh, here's one I used the other day. I have a hard stop. I have a hard stop at the hour. <laughs> we know what that means, right? Hey, hey, I got to, at the end of this meeting, you know, I need to wrap up, you know, on time because I do have another, another meeting to attend to. Um, and I, I feel like, you know, saying like we have a hard stop, we could say it a different way. We could just simply say, Hey, um, really looking forward to spending this time with you. I know we only have 30 minutes. I do have a meeting to go to right after this. So I want to make sure that we take this time, right? I value your time and I want to make sure that we get, I get you out on time. Something like that. Show that appreciation to that person that you respect their time, um, you know, again, buzzword, is it rude? Not necessarily. 
I've heard some people, I've, I've heard it used <laughs> in a rude tone, but not necessarily. It's not always meant to be rude or, or anything like that. It's just, it's one of those things we, we incorporate into what we say. And I feel like as humans, especially in, in a lot of virtual spaces, just being able to say, Hey, I, I want to respect your time. Do you have anything after this, uh, after this meeting? I do. Um, so let's, let's jump in and let's, you know, I want to make sure that we get, get through everything we need to. It's just showing that you care about the person. Um, agree, disagree. Will I still use the term? Probably. <laughs> I will probably use it later today. <laughs> um, just out of, again, habit, habit of using it. Um, there was another one I just saw in here that I thought was really funny. Um, yeah, let me see if I can find it. Um, mm, where did it go? I mean, there's only 110 on here, right? <laughs> Let's see. Okay. Well, I'll use this one. This isn't the one I saw a minute ago, but, um, it is, it is one that I, I want to talk about because I, I worked at a company that used this one, uh, and that's don't boil the ocean. Don't boil the ocean. It just, you know, means, you know, it's, it's very similar to another, uh, another type of phrase like that, which is, you know, um, you know, focus, um, focus on the big rocks, right? So like, um, like in those types of sayings, right? So you don't want to boil the ocean, right? You don't have to take, you don't have to take on everything, right? Don't, um, don't get too deep in it. And try to boil all that water and, and make all of these things happen at once, right? Small, break it down, right? You don't have to do all of those things. Uh, you hear that one all the time, Chris. <laughs> I don't have anything against it. It just, it's so, it's such a funny one to me. Um, especially because it's one that I didn't hear until just a, just a couple years ago. I can't remember if that was at, at Apple or Amazon that I started to hear, don't boil the ocean. Um, and, and then the other one, right. Focus on the big rocks, right. Focus on the big things, right. What are the big things that, you know, need to get done and, and spend your time instead of going, oh, let me pull that one little weed. But then you have like that giant boulder that's sitting on your leg, right. Like focus on the big rock and, and, and fix that, um, instead of focusing on the small things, uh, that may not be, um, impact that wouldn't be impactful to, to anyone. <clears throat> um, okay. Those are, so those are the, those are the couple, like my watch is like, bing, 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 bing. Um, without, uh, I haven't set my notifications, um, yet <laughs> on my watch to not come through all the time. Um, is there anything that, that we can do that Chris and I can do to help all of you. Is there a topic we can cover? Is there um, someone you would like to see come on this, this little Friday live? Um, we've got some guests over the next couple of weeks. We're really excited to, to bring them on. Um, I'm getting 
a couple of people together to talk about um, portfolios. Um, so I have a ton of friends and colleagues um, that have been in the instructional design and learning experience design space. And I want to bring them, a couple of them on for them to talk about the importance of your portfolio. Because it's a big deal. If you're in that area, in that part of learning and development, or that part of marketing, anything like that, if you're doing something visually and creative that you need to be able to show your work, your portfolio is one of those key pieces to getting in the door. Hiring managers look at them. Recruiters look at them. So if it's linked on your resume or in your cover letter, or you put it on your application, expect that they will look at it. So we're going to have some conversation about how do you build a good portfolio um, for, you know, for yourself that can really make an impact. And we'll also dive into the fact that what if everything you've made is proprietary and you can't share it? What do you do then? So we'll have that conversation. Uh, I'm working on getting some people um, scheduled in for that. So look for that to come in probably three or four weeks. Um, and if, if any of you are interested in, in maybe being in that conversation, send us a message. My, send myself, send myself, <laughs> send me a message. And I'm happy uh, to touch base with you. Um, if anyone has sent me messages recently on LinkedIn, my box is a little bananas. I'm working on getting back to everybody. I promise. Um, last but not least, before I wrap it up today, we did have a couple of people that have been on the podcast get hired recently. And I, um, for some reason, Canva took away <laughs> my access to be able to put them up or, or, or the pictures. So uh, Chris and I are working that out again for me. Uh, and so I will post them as soon as I get access back to the template. Um, but congratulations to Susan Woodard, uh, Woodward, who um, was on the show, um, you know, recently got hired. So excited for her. Um, and then um, there was um, someone else that just left my brain. And that is not a very good. Um, that's a terrible. That's a terrible host. Look at me. That's I'm a terrible. It's terrible. Oh my gosh, like, and all of my stuff is gone in Canva. I can't even look there. Um, but we've had another one as well. Wrecking my brain, wrecking my brain just to, for who it is. I will post it uh, as soon as I get those templates back. Um, but just so, so excited for all of the people that are finding new roles, whether, you know, you came through us and, and we helped you in some way, or you, you've learned something from us that's helped you. Like, we're proud of you. And for those of you who are still going through the open to work journey, the, the job search, the interviews, please know that we care about you and we know that it's hard and we support you any way that we can. Please let us know if there's something we can do. If you want to record an interview, if you haven't, uh, if you need some advice, we will help you as much as we can um, because we really do care about you and we want to see you um, succeed and get that next role, um, the one that is made for you. All right. That is going to, that's going to do it for me today. 
Uh, Chris, yes. Chris, it only takes one yes. It takes one yes. So thank you to all of you uh, who uh, were here with me live. Thank you to all of you who maybe have are watching the replay or listening to the replay on the podcast. Greatly appreciate you. Uh, please like and share, subscribe and follow uh, YouTube, LinkedIn on your favorite podcast platform. Um, again, we are open for interviews. So um QR codes are up now. If you're listening to this, links are in the show notes uh, for you to sign up for a Hire Me podcast interview so we can help elevate your talent. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for being here today with me. I know it was a solo episode. I hope I did Chris proud. And uh, we will see you next week uh, with an exciting guest uh, and more information to help you succeed and help elevate today's top talent. Bye everybody. As I try to quickly figure out how to use all the behind the scenes things. Here we go.